The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble and Nate Finney from First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning. Good morning. Jenna, we know you, but we don't know Nate. We better uh, get an introduction. Yeah. Uh, So Nate is our branch manager out at our Byron branch, and I'm actually going to let him kind of introduce himself and how he came to be at First Alliance and a little bit about what he does on a daily basis at the credit union. Sure. Hello, everybody. My name's Nate, as they've said. Um, Working in the Byron location as a branch manager, um, I have quite a long history of uh, working in the credit union industry, uh, actually about 20 years so far. All right. I'm still working on some more, (laughs) Um, but I work in one of the fun branches. We have a lot going on. Um, We actually have a regular branch, and if anybody can picture it, we have a call center within that branch. So, Nate, are you from around here? I'm actually uh, in the area. I actually live in Austin, Minnesota. Okay. So I do a little bit of commuting, but it's totally worth it. I have a fun team to work with on a daily basis. Grew up uh, here in southeastern Minnesota? Yep. Born and raised in Austin, okay. actually. Uh, and I have a brother and sister that live close in the area. And I actually have a brother that lives in Byron. So that is another added bonus. Well, we talked uh, last week about the credit card, holiday, hangover, and getting rid of that. What are we going to talk about this week, Jenna? This week, we are talking about staying out of debt in the first place. Hey, there you go. (laughs) That is a really good idea. Isn't it, though? Yeah. So, What kind of debt are we talking about specifically? Well, that's a great question because when I say avoiding debt, I'm not talking about like just you have a credit card that you occasionally swipe and you pay the balance every month. I'm talking like excessive amounts of debt that's reached an unmanageable level. And how do you avoid going into that kind of debt? Because there is some debt that is considered good debt and some debt that's considered bad debt. Okay. I imagine this is where I'm going to turn to Nate and ask Mm -hmm. him maybe to explain good debt, bad debt. Yeah. uh, We can kind of go into that. You know, good debts are the debts that are more typical, um, we want to talk a little bit maybe about your mortgage debts, your secured debts, maybe some student loans. Um, those are debts that are more common and they're more traditional. Um, credit card debts and, and some of those personal loans with the higher interest rates are some of those bad debts that we talk about. I imagine, too, that when you mentioned mortgage and student loans, that these are things that are probably going to actually improve my overall financial situation down the road. Correct. So there's a kind of a payoff to having this loan in the first place. That maybe I'm mm-hmm. going to have a higher salary when I'm done. Right. And I have a home that might be worth more money when I'm yeah, done, too. Yeah. Well, and he mentioned those secured debts, right? So that yeah. adds assets to your financial picture, which typically uh, improve your financial situation. Is there any, like a chart I can just go to and say, Good debt, bad debt, or it's probably not that clear. Huh? I wish it worked that way. <laughs> you know, the the credit bureaus all have their uh, uh, financial calculators that they put a lot of different scenarios together to figure out, like, your, your credit scoring and all those different things. But there's not just one thing we can pinpoint to say it's good or bad. I mean, okay. there, so I imagine there are scenarios where some of the 
even a mortgage could be a bad debt it for, de- for it, the person. Mm-hmm. It definitely could. I mean, back in 2009, 2010, we saw a big crisis on our hands with people having overinflated uh, housing p- problems where people are getting into debts that they shouldn't have never been in. Um, mm-hmm. So those are things that we we really need to look at. And we do a good job of you know trying to make sure when a member comes to us and we go through a mortgage application to know exactly how much that, that takes against their housing their housing is compared to their whole income yeah, and to make sure it's affordable. So this is another one of these things that if you come into the First Alliance Credit Union and sit down and talk with somebody, they can, have, in your individual situation, help define whether this is a bad debt or a good debt for you. Yeah, and I think... You know, Nate, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because you know more about this stuff than I do. But I think a good way, easy way to think about this, good debt versus bad debt, is if it lowers your credit score, it's probably bad debt. Ah. If it increases your credit score, it's probably good debt for you. That's a, so, a general rule yeah. of thumb. Right. And there's factors that go into it, paying, paying things on time, how long you've had it out there, mm-hmm. uh, reporting to the credit bureaus. Um, but one of the biggest things we look at is capacity. You know, and that's where your revolving debts come in. And we start talking about those credit cards. And if you're maxing out your credit cards and not paying for those on on a timely basis or you're just paying the minimum payment, those are things that can really hurt your credit and and can be considered those bad debts. Okay, so the very, very first step when we're talking about staying out of debt is to decide whether or not this is something that's going to improve or potentially improve my financial health or if it's something that's going to drag me down into the rabbit hole. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So we want thought to be going into, you know, when you're taking on those debts. And that's what's hard with credit cards. It's it's a it's a method of convenience. Yeah. Um people sometimes aren't really thinking exactly what they're doing when they're spending on those credit cards, and that's where it gets people in trouble. But if I ask my kids, they're going to tell me Taking that debt to buy them the new toy at Christmas is good debt, right? (laughs) So we always say try to have a plan. Have a plan. Well, we're going to talk about some of the ways we can avoid going into bad debt. That's uh, going to be probably the focus of this program today, and Mm -hmm. we'll do that when we come back. More Good Money Moves coming up on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobble and Nate Finney from the First Alliance Credit Union with us today. And we're talking about staying out of debt, avoiding bad debt, not having to deal with the debt hangover Next January. Yes. (laughs) So I guess uh, maybe uh, we'll just go into it. How do I avoid bad debt? You know, I kind of think of things when you're you're trying to make a decision, um, if you should take out a loan for something or if you you should buy something. Trying to have a plan is something I always go back to. Um, But if you're going to go into debt, know exactly what you're getting into. Um, Looking at the interest rates, looking at is this – is this appropriate? Um, does it fit into my budget? Those are big things that you need to be thinking about before you make a, a rash decision. So in other words, no impulse buying yeah. to yep. start with. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a big thing. But, you know, it, it is hard in, the, in this day and age, you know, just to get started out, 
I mean, most people are going into debt. I mean, you think sure. about kids going to school. That's a big expense. Um, and to even at that point, they're not even understanding credit, but they're having to take credit out for student loans. So to have a plan even to go into college is a big thing. Mm-hmm. But, if, okay, um, boy, we could go just into that part of it for a whole program. Are there any basic things to, as I'm making up this plan, to start looking at? Um when it comes down to any specific loan, that uh, you know, what kind of information I should gather before I sign on the dotted line? I, I would think you know it, you you want to talk to an advisor. I mean, if if this is your first attempt at taking out a loan, but you really need to know the reason that you're taking out the loan and what's the what's the best way of doing it. You know, so if if you're wanting a car loan, secured loans are great, and that's that's what we like to start people out on, but. Some people aren't looking for a car, so a credit card might be appropriate. But understanding how the credit card works or how your loan is going to work and what is the end game with that. You know, how long am I going to need to take this out and what it's going to cost me over that time? Yeah, You're going to have to pay it back, in other words. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and I would just kind of piggyback off of what Nate was just talking about in that, especially around credit cards, you know, make sure that, you, like you said, you have a plan to pay that balance off in full every month, if possible. Otherwise, don't don't use it for luxury items to kind of boost your income, so to speak. That I mean, a lot of people do use their credit cards that way, and that's how they end up in that bad debt situation. They gotta have this one thing, yeah, yep, or um, two things, or three things, and, or four things, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> or that boat. <laughs> but is it, you know, if you can pull it off, I mean, I don't know how you do that. Is it Maybe just avoid credit cards altogether? No, I don't think credit cards are bad, so to speak. I, I think if, if the person's appropriate with their with their spending and know how a credit card works, it's a very useful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you're not paying your credit card off every month, what is your plan for the money you just spent? Are you going to set yourself up for a six-month six month plan to pay that back? Okay. You know, having some ideas of what you're going to do. As long as you're thoughtful and not being spontaneous with that spending, uh, it's appropriate for some people. Yeah. I, I've told the story a million times when I first mm-hmm. got a credit card and it was that minimal payment. I could afford that minimal payment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, five years later, I was still making a minimum payment, right? <laughs> trying to get rid of it. And so you're right. If I had said, no, I need to pay this off within this time period and know that each month it's going to cost me this month money to do that, that's the way to go in there right. and make so, the decision based upon that. And yeah. Not, not add, the minimal payment. Yeah, and not continuing to add to that balance while you're trying to pay it <laughs> off in that six months is going to be really important. So much of this sounds like it's all around a budget again. Budgeting. Know yes. how much you're taking in, how much you're sending out. Yes, and, and we really, really strive to try to make sure that things are appropriate for our members. So, you know, we encourage you to come in and, and talk about your, your budget. And, and we really cheer people on that have a great grasp on their own budget because a lot of people don't know on a daily basis what they're spending. Yeah, Jenna and mm-hmm. I covered that a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. What, about only a third actually budget? Correct. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a lot. Yep. And, and Otherwise, we're on autopilot. Right, because mm-hmm. I, I flying out a mountain. I see it a lot of times. I don't. I know there are a lot of people that do not balance the checkbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think a good kind of like mind frame to get yourself in to really avoid 
taking on this debt, especially if you're if you do use credit cards to kind of keep yourself on the right track is something that works really well for me, at least, is to really like overestimate how much things cost and then underestimate how much you actually make. And then you end up with this nice little cushion in between (laughs) where you can use that money to kind of maybe build up an emergency fund or pay down debt you have accumulated faster, things like that. Um, So it's kind of an easy trick to try to get your mind set into. But it's funny you say that because when you first start out doing a budget, I did the same thing. I did the exact opposite. I underestimated how much everything was costing. Yeah. And overestimated how much I was going to make, yeah. and then very quickly had to make yeah. <laughs> a lot of adjustments. Right. Some adjustments to that. Yep. Yeah, and that's not to say everybody is not going to have adjustments. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. things change, things happen with everybody. But you know, to have a little bit of money set aside in an emergency fund is is something that we 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 should strive for. Because that is another example of how you get yourself into a bad debt situation. Right. That mm-hmm. you have that unexpected uh, event, even though you could have foreseen it. Almost everybody is going to have something happen to their vehicle this year that's going to cost them something. Right. So we should all have something set aside to repair that vehicle. Yep. So that's not really unexpected, but we can budget for it. Correct. And that's and we find that very often that people are coming in and they need help in that situation. Yeah. So if we could have helped them early on to show them what their budget is and how they could put money aside, that's what we should be doing. Is there any secret formula for how much money I should have set aside? That emergency fund. Right. I, I've seen different things, different models, but, you know, to have three months of your income in a savings account is something that I've read before, you know, as a... As a that'd be nice. That'd be nice, right? <laughs> I'm but, not there yet. Right? So I, I don't know if that's obtainable. Um, it, it is for some, um, but have a plan. I mean, I, I don't know that everybody can do that, but, you know, even saving for retirement, you know, having 401k or or things like that, we should all be thinking more forward than we are just in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking, yeah. Just taking, and even taking those little steps that we're talking about to put yourself on that road, um, you'll find yeah. yourself in a far better situation in a matter of months. Yeah. Right. I mean, even if you can save $500, I mean, that is better than zero. Yeah. Then could get you through, you know, an unexpected vehicle repair. Yep. Okay. Um, you mentioned that, um, I imagine that, while you're considering whether or not to take out a, a debt, a credit card debt, or whatever it may be, um, probably limit that debt to things that are necessary rather than correct things I want. Unless, of course, it's you have a plan for being able to afford it. Right. Like this magical boat I'm going to buy someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Having a plan is 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 key. Um, you don't that those people that that come in and they just really don't have a plan. They just want to have this car. You know, you, you go through those applications or talking to those members and it it, it makes it more difficult because so, they're so, so excited to buy something. But without the plan in place or having an idea of where their budget is or what their income level is, that makes it harder for us as a discussion to try to rein things back in. So, you know, having a plan, you know, for those future expenses is, is a big key. You said rein things back in. Um, So I'm imagining part of the basics of this is perhaps maybe to start out with at least to live more simply, to 
Absolutely. Not spend as much yeah. as you think you need to spend? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, find ways to be frugal, really, and kind of spend strategically whenever you can. Uh, again, obviously, there's always going to be those situations where, you know what? Having that cup of coffee on the way to work just makes life a little bit better. And you know what? If that's as long as it's in your budget and you're planning to spend that, great. But then what does that mean for maybe that means you don't buy the name brand cereal your kids are demanding, yeah. you know, at the grocery store, you buy the off brand to, you know, offset that $5 coffee or movie night or whatever. Stay at home and rent a DVD. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's different the things. Theater. There's just ways to be a little bit more strategic about enjoying those things you want to enjoy. But that does mean if you're, income is only so much you have to find room in the budget to kind of balance that back out somewhere and from my own experience it's easier for me to be frugal and then enjoy the luxury when you could Mm -hmm. rather than have the luxury on hand and have to give up something later on because you realize you're overextended right and that that's not after you got used to it right (laughs) that's not a feeling any of us wants right so if you take out a loan um and do research i suppose what what, it, what the interest rate is probably going to be one of the most basic things you could ask. Mm-hmm. Right. What and other things should I look at as far as a loan? Uh, maybe what type of fees might be involved. Um, how, how long that loan might ta- be taking out to actually, at, you know, for that request. So how long is it going to take me to pay that back? And am I someone that can last that long on a loan? I've had people that have come in and wanted a loan before for, they'll come in and say six years. Well... You're just out of high school or you're just out of college. Have you paid anybody for six years before? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So have a plan. Have a try, yeah. Yeah. You know, be realistic, too. Be realistic. Yep. Let's right. let's talk about things and see exactly, you know, what your end goal is and, and let's see if we can make that fit. You know, another strategy I just thought of, uh, I, I don't do this, but I know a lot of folks who do the, they pay cash. Yes. Absolutely. Or the, the, what the envelope system Dave mm-hmm. Ramsey always talks about. Yep. And I find that too draconian for myself. But <laughs> I know people it works really well for them. Mm-hmm, right. It gives them that discipline that they need. Mm-hmm. And some some people that's that's what they do need, you know. Um, and there's nothing to say that that's not a bad method. Um, and some people are more hands on and need to see exactly what they're paying somebody to have it more realistic to them. Mm-hmm. And this is a great way, folks at the credit union, that this is the kind of help that you can provide if you sit down and talk to somebody and they say. Look, I want to get my finances in order. Can you give me some strategies and right. maybe oh, find absolutely. something that's going to work for my household? Right. And I just ran across a, a story with a colleague last week, and it was such a great story. Um, two individ- or a, a husband had come in, and he'd never had credit before in his life. You know, and, and he was middle-aged, you know, in his 40s and never really had credit. Um, so we set him up with a plan for a credit card. Um, just to show him how to use credit and be appropriate with that. He didn't want a credit card, but we actually told him, you know, what it can do, what, it, what is the end game, is maybe buying a house in the future. Oh, so you established the credit rating. Established the credit rating, establishing yeah. that payment record for him. Um, so it moved from having a credit card with us to getting his, getting an apartment, setting that up with a payment plan on the, the apartment paying monthly. And he actually called his loan officer a couple weeks ago to say, you know, I just wanted to see about putting this money in a money market because I just uh, signed a deal for a purchase agreement on my first house. Savings already. Yes. Okay. So if you have a plan, like you mentioned, there's good debt and there's bad debt. And that's a great example where 
that credit card ended up being good debt. Right. Because it was part of a plan to move forward. Exactly. With financial health and financial literacy. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk more about uh, staying out of debt. Nate Finney's here. Jenna Topples here. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell. News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobble and Nate Finney from the First Alliance Credit Union. We've been talking about how to avoid the holiday hangover, how to stay out of debt, at least as far as we're concerned, bad debt. And the one thing we haven't talked about is um, using debt consolidation, I guess, to get myself out of the situation, the holiday mm-hmm. hangover. Yeah. Is that a strategy that we'll be covering as well? Yeah, I think that's a really great point, Andy, because if you are already in debt, um, using a tool like a debt consolidation loan or some kind of balance transfer program to help kind of consolidate all of these like little debts that you have hanging out everywhere and putting them into one place can really help you gain that control to set you on the right path for it to become good debt if it's currently bad debt. All right. Um, it is a good way to, while you're already in debt, so you're not necessarily avoiding it, it, it puts you on the path to become avoiding okay. it, if that and makes sense. I think any we're going to talk a lot more about this probably next week. Yes, we will. Okay. So I, I find myself in the need of taking out a loan or obtaining a credit card. Um, how should I, I guess, how do I determine if it's the good bad debt or the bad debt, which column it falls under? Are there any tips or anything like that that you guys can offer? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if if it's a planned purchase, I I think that that's most likely a good debt. I, I think you're probably talking about something that you're you're thinking forward uh, for yourself or your family. Maybe a mortgage, maybe a vehicle loan, something of that nature. Um, and, it, and it sounds like you've you've been putting some pieces in place to to get you on that path. Um, the the ones that are bad debts are uh, might be those more more of the impulse. Uh, more the, convenient type of purchases. The 65-inch TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that one without a plan might be one of those impulse purchases. Yeah, I don't think I could come up with a good way to make that a good debt. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be an enjoyable debt. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and sometimes those. But that's where we're talking about save up for those luxury items. Right, and put that, it in your budget to save for it. Yeah, exactly. So, what effect would that have on your budget, and, and is that something that is affordable? Mm-hmm. Is that part of it too? To look at this, how much? Adding this debt payment onto my budget is going to impact my financial health? Sure is. I mean, I think you could look at that and say, you know, is this proportionally something that I want to add into my my debts that's taking away from the cash flow that I have? Is it that important to me? And can I, can I truly afford that? Is that worth it to me? And I imagine the interest rates are a big clue. Yes. Because the good debt, I, I'm just guessing here from what I've learned over the last year doing this, is that the good debt is far more likely to have a favorable interest rate. Yeah, and I think that there's something that's a little bit comparable there because, you know, giving out a loan is somewhat of a risk, you know. So if you can think of maybe a mortgage or, or a, a car loan has a lower rate typically 
maybe we think that that's a little bit less risky because we know you're being thoughtful about how you're spending. Plus, there's collateral involved and, sure. and, and other factors. But Well, plus your credit rating is yep. thrown in there and you've shown an ability to pay things mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know, and those interest rates on the credit cards are a little bit higher. Because, a little bit? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So, you know, maybe those are a little bit more risky because, you know, the type of spending that is happening on those and, you know, we don't have collateral that's involved with a credit card, but but there is a little bit higher risk with a credit card yeah. purchase. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fraud that happens. There's a lot of protect, protection packages with credit cards, fees that are involved with credit cards. So, Yeah, the credit card companies aren't going to lose money. No. They're going to, when they have losses, they're going to recoup those losses somehow. Right. And that's the higher interest rate. The higher interest rate. You mentioned, we kind of casually mentioned it with the 65-inch TV movie and a little bit flippant, but I imagine... That's something you need to do, too, is as part of your decision-making process. If you're looking at this, is there a way to do it without debt? Right. So can I find a way to put some money aside, you know, for a short-term period to make sure I have enough available to myself to be able to make that purchase? You know, and that's kind of like we talked about is having a plan. Mm -hmm. Um, We like to have people that come in and ask us how to put that kind of thing, you know, that kind of purchase together. Let us show you the way, right? I could open up my 65-inch TV savings account. You could. (laughs) Is there a way to label it that in my account? There is. (laughs) I like that feature. (laughs) If I go to the First Alliance Credit Union website, Mm -hmm. I bet there's a bunch of information there about what we have been talking about and even more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you go to firstalliancecu.com, I would recommend checking out our blog and our resource pages to find all kinds of uh, information that you can kind of read up on yourself that covers everything we've talked about today and so much more. Um, And I would also encourage you to just sit down with one of our advisors and and talk about what your goals are because they can help you come up with a plan to meet those goals that's very personalized to what you're trying to accomplish Um, and I even if I mean you don't necessarily need the loan but just knowing that you have someone who can walk you through the steps of okay well you want to buy a house someday these are the things that you need to do you want to you know you want a credit card okay let's talk about what one makes the most sense for you based on how you want to use it i mean just having someone to kind of hold your hand through that yeah. is really important it helps mm-hmm. immensely it has to absolutely to say this is where i want to be five years from now or three years or even a year from now yeah and this is where i'm at right now and help Yep. Yeah. And, and it's Point not, me in the right direction. Right. And it's not just about making you feel good. Because I tell you what, our advisors love when they can see that they've helped somebody in that way. I bet. To show them how to, to save up for a, mm-hmm. a major purchase. Yeah. How to make good money moves. <laughs> good money moves. Financial literacy. That's what we're all about. And we'll be back next week. Nate, you'll be here again next week. Again. Yes. Jenna Tobble as well from the First Alliance Credit Union. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.